0: what's up airheads that's right i called you airheads because you listen to this podcast so that's what you're called anyways just a quick update before we get started jill and i have decided to take a christmas break so to speak so after this episode our next release is going to be january 4th and the guest on that episode is going to be me so be prepared for that and i hope you enjoy the episode Right, welcome to Love is on the Air, where everything is censored except the swear words. My name is Eric Mulder, and this is a special episode, and it's bound to be an interesting one because today I'm interviewing your regular host, Jill Giordano. It's me. Did you just hear me roll my R? Yes, I I've never ever done that before. Are you serious? Ever, and I... <laughs> definitely couldn't do it again if i tried
1: good job
0: wow i'm impressed with myself so anyway um we start our show (laughs) (laughs) uh, by having the guests make their own sensor sound as you know yes um i doubt that you've thought very hard about this i haven't so i want you to to take as long as you need and come up with a really really good one
1: okay I'm leaning towards, like, an actual almost swear word.
0: Swear word. Swear word.
1: (laughs) But I don't know. You're right. I didn't think about this, and I feel unprepared.
0: It's okay. It doesn't have to be that profound of a sound.
1: I want it to be... Let's just make the sensor this, which is my favorite fake name to use. Regina (laughs) Falange. Okay. And if it doesn't work, we'll pick a different one.
0: Perfect. Yeah, that's going to. Why haven't we had people just like make a fake name? I
1: was wondering that like the last was, one we recorded.
0: It works either way, but a fake name would also.
1: It would be easier. Be more seamless. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: we'll consider that.
0: <clears throat> let's see. Oh, we also I need an icebreaker. <laughs> I, you didn't prepare sound. I didn't prepare an icebreaker. We
1: are not on the ball.
0: Let's think. I'm just going to go with one of the one of the classics here. Um, if you were going to be stuck on a desert island and for some reason you were allowed to take some forms of media with you, what's the one what's the one book, the one movie, and the one album wow. you would bring onto your island?
1: This is really intense. Okay. One album it would be Britney Spears and it would either be Her newest album, or her greatest hits album, even though that came out like years ago and doesn't include many of my favorites. Then, what was the other thing? Movie? Yeah, a movie. Probably Beauty and the Beast.
0: Okay, the cartoon, the The animated version. All right.
1: Yes. And then my book that I would pick would be. Um, a book by Jodi Picoult because I'm obsessed with her and I'm I my favorite one I've read like a hundred times is 19 minutes but it's also super depressing and if I'm alone on a desert island I don't need any more reasons to want to die.
0: Yeah, but you also like you have a a diverse group of emotions there with those things. True. So you can go listen to Britney Spears and it's just like constantly, you know hyped up and happy, and then you can be like, oh, I need to come down from this a little bit.
1: That's a good point. Actually, okay, I would say maybe one of her books or Gone Girl, because that book was so good. I still feel like I'm mind fucked from that Really? Fuck Yeah.
0: Okay. All right.
1: That was so, a good one.
0: So now that we know you a little bit, um, we have arranged this special session today because little do you know, listener, we actually recorded a podcast yesterday And somehow, the topic turned to an area of Jill's past, and it got her a little heated. I was heated. And she just texted me this morning, and she said, can we record a podcast about me today? Because I got really triggered yesterday, and I want to go ahead and get this all out while it's fresh in my mind. Yes. Isn't that right?
1: It's right. It's accurate.
0: So... I guess the main topic that we're going to get into today is a relationship that you had in Nashville while you attended Belmont. Yes. And you actually ended up being engaged. I did. Um, And that's the extent that I know about it. So why don't you go ahead and take us through the beginning of that um, and just what happened.
1: Okay. Okay. So... I went to Belmont 2011. It all started with a volleyball class. That's right, folks. I said volleyball. Explain. It is the best game ever. It's exactly like volleyball except you play it in that room you play squash in.
0: Is it like racquetball except volleyball?
1: Yeah, like you just it's all the same volleyball rules but you can use the walls. So like oh. when you serve it, you can serve it And it can bounce off the wall, the side wall. And so it's like like, the indoor
0: football of volleyball. It
1: is literally amazing. That's cool. So I met one of my really good friends. Um, I guess I won't say his name. You know who you are. (laughs) I met him in that class, and we became really good friends. And um, one weekend, he had two of his good friends from his hometown come in and we were all going to go out. We were all super excited. And his one friend was super hot. And I was like smitten kitten. Um he had like the most perfect tattoo and he was Italian and funny and northern and I loved it. <laughs> it was so great. So we hung out all weekend, and um, we, like, kind of gravitated towards each other. It was really weird. It felt like, like...
0: This is someone that electric. didn't go to Belmont? Correct. He was a friend of a of your was, friend.
1: Yeah, he was just there for the weekend. Okay. He uh, lived in Illinois. So... Um, We, like, gravitated towards each other pretty hard. It was very strange. I'd never felt like that before. Um, And we, like, stayed up all night talking and um, went to breakfast the day after we went out. And, like, I mean, as a group. Yeah. But we had this really cool bond. And then, like, two days later, he was leaving. And it was super weird. And I felt really sad. And he was being really weird, which I know now he was sad as well. Right. And super awkward, but he had a girlfriend. Oh. Yeah. So.
0: And you knew that the whole time? I did. Okay.
1: This is 19 year old Jill, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> 75% of the time she was drunk, but nothing happened. Nothing oh, physical gr- oh, happened.
0: Oh, 19 year old Jill was drunk. Yes. Okay.
1: Nothing physical happened. Um, We stayed in the same dorm room. That's about it. Yeah. With like the whole group. That's the extent of it. But um, so he left and I called my sister and I was like, I can't like I have to see this guy again. Like I he's supposed to be in my life like I was meant to meet him, I think. And it was super weird. And so I devised this plan with her. Where I messaged the other friend who came in to be like, Hey, had a great time. Like tell him Regina Falange too. Or no, I messaged him and Regina Falange separately, but um I did it so that he wouldn't think that I was like trying to talk to him. Uh-huh. And it would be like even.
0: This is so calculated.
1: It well that's how that I how, am. Is that
0: just how all women work?
1: Maybe, I mean, mostly I think in like negative situations, like when they're devising a plan of something to get back at someone or whatever, but like, (laughs) that's just how I do all things because I have so much anxiety and I overthink everything. So I just stew.
0: Yeah. Okay. And,
1: um, so yeah, I was, it, it was very planned out and, um,
0: so you you messaged him and the friend? Yes,
1: yeah, separately. And so the friend responded like once, whatever. Then he and I kept talking and um, we messaged and it was Valentine's Day and we were messaging while he was at dinner with his girlfriend. I felt pretty bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I felt bad, but like he had told me that they weren't really happy. They'd been together for four years, which were all high school years. So like, yeah. How, you know, likely is that to really last? So I wasn't, like, super concerned. But anyway, long story short, he broke up with her in March. And I went out to Illinois with my friend. And he met us there. And, like, we all hung out as a group again in April.
0: So he broke up with his girlfriend. And then did he were you guys talking throughout was he telling you i'm about to break up with her yes and then he messaged you and said okay i'm single and and then you guys kind of started or was it kind of just like he was floating out the information to see what you did with it
1: um no we well we didn't start dating immediately but we talked a lot and um talked on the phone a little bit okay and like It was all really, I think, heavily dependent on when I was going in April. Yeah. So when I went out for that weekend, we had the whole weekend together and we went on a really fancy date and me and my best friend at the time planned out every single outfit I was going to (laughs) wear. And um, then when I got back, he texted me and was like, I'd like to formally ask you to be my girlfriend. Like for real. Oh. So, April 12, <laughs>
0: 2012.
1: 2012. Wow. That's when it all started. Officially, um So, we did long distance for a while. We did long distance for like at least a year and then he applied to
0: That's so interesting that so you had only ever seen this person twice in in real life. Yes. And you, you were you were just like, "Yes, we can be long distance." Yeah. So it was just kind of like, it was just movie magic feeling. You you just knew that it was right.
1: Yes. And he was so sweet and, you know, took me out on this date and fancy and bottle service, whatever. Like it was fancy and it was awesome. And I was swept off my feet for sure. Um, And I think seriously by like June, we were saying, I love you on the phone and everything. Okay. It was pretty quick.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But
0: that's that's also something that can happen when you're 19. I yeah, think, you know, like you wouldn't that wouldn't happen as a 29 year old. Exactly,
1: I would you, never do that today. Right. but yes, for sure, it was. I was so young, and like I had only had one real boyfriend before that, mm-hmm. so I was very naive.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, the long distance went okay. There started to be signs. That he was a little bit controlling. Um, but I kind of said like, I mean, we we're long distance, so. Well,
0: it was also probably like how controlling can he be from right. a different state? Like you could probably just brush it off and, and just do whatever you wanted anyway. Yeah. <laughs> not that, not I'm not saying that you were like being um, no, unfaithful. I, right. I'm just, I'm saying he could be like, oh, I don't like it when you hang out with the, your guy friends yes. and you could say, Oh, it's fine. And then you could go do it. Cause yes. it didn't matter.
1: You're right. I think that you will find throughout this story that the level of, um, manipulation was so like he would be considered a novice. Uh huh. Like that's the highest level, right?
0: Yes. So, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, a novice is is very expert. inexperienced. <laughs> you're saying he was an expert, expert. okay
1: <laughs> expert level, and gotcha. so I'm not gonna go into too many details, but basically convinced me that like he knew for real what I was doing. like he had somebody not to sound cheesy, but like someone on the inside, yeah, who knew what I was doing, and it was weird because a couple times like I did that. Uh-huh. and he knew what i did and i was like oh my god wow so i was like scared i mean not scared but like i believed that he knew <laughs> what i was doing yeah so um and and at first it was really great and i i went to belmont for singing and i wanted to be famous mm-hmm. and i wanted to pursue singing and whatever yeah just like everybody else and he kind of at first was like, that's so amazing. Like I'll follow you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Like it's so great and you're so good and let's, you should totally do this. And then later on it became like, why are you doing this? Like, is this the life you want? Right. Like of a traveling musician, like pretty much my dad is a, a musician and he plays in bands around the state Mm -hmm. and he was like is that the kind of life that you want to live yeah and i was kind of like no
0: yeah there are college kids like that 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 come in and they and they think they think they understand everything and they want to push that on to everyone around them Mm -hmm. so they want to you know they want to be like you know, you need to have your life figured out. Right. And you need to know exactly what you're going to do. Exactly. Um, And nobody does. And and that person probably changes their mind a million more times after that. right? But in that moment, they want to be the high and mighty one to to tell you that you need to figure out your career right then.
1: Yeah. Also, I just think this would be funny to say at this point, he changed his major four times. Yeah. And graduated two years late. So. There you go. (laughs) Anyways. Um, so, it, and I had this opportunity to be in like this girl group and we were going to be the next Spice Girls, like the next One Direction, mm-hmm. except ladies. And It was so fun and I was having the most fun of my life and, um, he was like, I don't, I don't know why you would be doing this. Like, why are you spending your time on this when this isn't what you want?
0: He just didn't support it at all. No,
1: he didn't support it at all. And then and at the same time was like convincing me that I I didn't support it.
0: So he was even though you were having a lot of fun, he was manipulating you and saying, "Oh, you want to be a solo artist, so why are you doing that?"
1: Yeah, well, not even that, just saying like I can't I guess I I'm having a hard time putting that into words, but we would fight about everything that I wanted to do that would further my career as a musician. Yeah. Like, Belmont had ensemble groups. And if I auditioned for, like, the one where the people are most successful, Mm -hmm. he was upset. And was like, why are you doing this? You don't need to do this. This is stupid. Like, this isn't... You're never going to be famous. You're never going to make money for this. Okay. So, I mean, it was kind of like... I associated the music stuff with our giant fights. Mm. And so I became less and less interested and um, uh, eventually I changed majors, whatever. I mean, it was still music, but it was different. Right. But um, so it kind of shifted that way and we fought a lot. And these were like scary And you're still fights. long
0: distance. Yes. Okay.
1: They, they were like yelling fights. Like he was yelling and I was yelling also in a dorm, which I think was pretty like awesome of me to not have <laughs> anyone hear me yelling. Yeah. I was like whisper yelling a lot. It was pretty funny. Um,
0: so how often did you all see each other?
1: We saw each other like once every two months. Okay. We would spend weekends together. And then whenever I had school off, I'd go there or he'd come to Nashville. But I'd go there a lot more because um, I could stay at his house and yeah. he, he couldn't stay in my dorm room. Cause
0: was he in school in Illinois?
1: He was in community college. OK. So after that, he did two years there and then he transferred to Tennessee State.
2: All right. And yeah. moved
1: here. Um, that brought a lot of craziness Um, he wanted us to live together and my parents were like yeah absolutely fucking not (laughs) (laughs) like that's not happening at all good call and he was very upset about that
0: good job Denise
1: yeah way to go Denise shout out Um, he was super pissed and he like this was the start of where he was convinced that my family was against him I mean which they were okay (laughs) But they were never um, mean to him, to his face. They
0: were, were they against him because they saw how it made you or they just didn't think the long distance was a great idea or what?
1: They saw my growing disinterest in my musical talent and the whole reason I uplifted my entire life and moved. Yeah. Um, and they were like, um, so they I'm just not, connected the
0: dots, kind of. Yeah,
1: and you know, I, I'm very close to my mom, and I told her a lot of the times we were fighting, right? Because I needed a support system, and so she knew a lot of what was going on, and um, that also really made him upset was knowing that she knew what we were fighting about and okay. how often. Yeah. Um. So we couldn't live together. It was fine. He had his own apartment. I stayed there all the time, mm-hmm. and um, it got really, really bad in that apartment. Like, like I can't even go to Antioch. <laughs> There's an Olive Garden right there. I can't even go to because <laughs> I have these terrible memories. Like, I mean, it was out. It was crazy. I don't think it all happened when we were drinking, but a lot of it happened. When we were drinking because something like switched in him when we would.
0: He was an angry guy. Yeah. Like there was a very
1: distinct point where he was having an excellent time. Mm -hmm. And then he had one more drink. And it was like I knew I was going to have the shittiest night ever. So we did a lot of fighting there. Um, Like it never got physical, but it. He like threatened to kick me out and call the police if I didn't stop yelling. Oh, wow. And report domestic <laughs> violence. Or, like, he said that if I wouldn't stop yelling, the neighbors are going to call the police and then he's going to kick. Like, I'll never be, we'll never be together. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy, serious, like, out of control threat. It's
0: very overdramatic. Yes. Stuff.
1: Oh, my gosh. Drama King. <laughs> so, um, but at the same time, we really had a lot of things like we had a lot of fun together. So the good times were great. Right. And he would make me laugh and he was funny, whatever. And I loved his family and they loved me. Mm-hmm. So, so you
0: were just so excited to be in love and yes. And have somebody that you were willing to look past the other yes. stuff.
1: Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so then, while we were living there, is when we got, quote, engaged.
0: Mm-hmm. How did that happen?
1: That happened out of a very big fight. Ultimatum fight. Oh. Yes. It was... I don't even know... Mom, I don't know if you know this. <laughs> if you're listening. So, one, we were having a huge fight when he was visiting me. And... I don't know why I I don't remember why but somehow it was either we're done forever or we're going to get married you said this <laughs> no he said that. he said that and I was like well like I love you uh, and I and I thought we might get married but like I didn't want to be engaged right now we were yeah. what 21 one? Uh-huh. and he was like driving me back to my dorm and he was like get out of the car like Either, either agree to this, like either we're going to be engaged or you can get out. And I was like wow. torn between <laughs> getting kicked out on the street.
0: Wow, that's, so that's like a just a master manipulation move. Yes.
1: And that's kind of how it, all of them went. Like pretty much it was do this my way or we're done. Right. And I never really had the bravery to be like okay then we're done yeah I wasn't that strong
0: and if you had said that do you think he would have actually been done or would he have come back the next day and been and said he was sorry and and no you really think it just would have been over I think
1: it probably would have been over and it would have been a long long process of him telling me how ridiculous I am that I'm so stubborn Mm -hmm. that I'm willing to throw everything away for this yeah um, and then I probably would get back. <laughs> but I will say I think he's apologized to me three times mm-hmm. over the course of our entire relationship, which lasted for four years. yeah he uh, he was, so it was never always your at fault. fault. Yeah. Oh, everything was my fault. like seriously everything. um so um oh yeah, okay, so I was like, okay, well, I guess we're engaged. (laughs) And seriously, it was like a... a, I said this already, but it was like a switch. It was like... He immediately was like, oh, my God, that's so exciting, and was hugging me and, like, crying out of excitement.
0: So he got his way, and then everything was fine. Yeah. That's so weird that, that you as the woman... Like, in that situation, I figured you would say... First of all, that ultimatum is ridiculous. Second of all, that's how you're going to propose. That's awful. Third, you don't even have a ring. What are you doing?
1: Well, he did have a he did buy me a ring that I wore on my right hand for a while. And so then I just switched it over to the left hand. But I did say it was like, I need like a, a proposal. Yeah. Situation like I need you to plan something Okay. and and do something nice for me and right. like we had talked about getting a different ring when he could afford it
3: mm-hmm.
1: um so yeah we were engaged and then he
0: well what did your friends and and parents and your sister all think of that
1: my friends were fine they yeah. were excited I mean we were all 21 it was just exciting yeah an excuse to have the party with a lot of champagne <laughs> um i I don't know I think they probably knew that he was psycho but they didn't say anything to me okay so my i didn't want to tell my parents obviously because i knew they'd be pissed yeah but he made me and it was a it was a big fight and of course like i was at his apartment fighting with my mom on the phone mm-hmm. and her and my dad were coming down which looking at it now i'm like <laughs> they must have been scared shitless of what i was going <laughs> to do with this kid because they don't travel together. Yeah. Like, they're divorced. They're very friendly, but, like, for them to travel here together, like, that's my how, dad doesn't travel That's at how all. dire
0: the situation was. Yes. They called each other, and they were like, listen, <laughs> we got to go do got something. some shit to deal
1: with here. <laughs> yeah. So they came down, and I was like, well, I want you guys to, like, talk and get to know each other, and we'll all hang out.
0: Had they not met him, we'll him at all before? It. They met him. Oh, okay.
1: And it just sort of solidified how they felt about him. He yeah. was um, a little bit quirky, mm-hmm. but he, overall they just didn't like the way that he spoke. Yeah. Um,
0: or the way that he, he treated you probably. Yes.
1: they. It, he was very um, kind of high and mighty and didn't really have a lot of respect for other people's opinions. And so like, also he said a lot of silly things. Like one time, he told my mom that there were no squirrels in Nashville. <laughs> and my mom was like, You're telling me that there are zero squirrels in Nashville? He was like, Yeah. Like, huh. it just like, he was so sure of everything in his brain that like no one else could ever be right about anything. It was very strange.
0: There were definitely a lot of squirrels in my last apartment um, in Nashville.
1: Belmont is like flooded was, with squirrels. It was
0: right by Belmont. So, yes. yeah.
1: They're everywhere. It was very silly and so wrong. Hmm. Um, so when they came here, it was pretty awkward. He wanted to talk to them about it. Yeah. And they were like, we don't want to talk to you about Like, we want to talk to her about it. Yeah. We'll talk to you at a later date, but we need to talk to her first. And he was like, well, that's stupid and blah, blah, blah. And then. We proceeded to fight on the phone while I was at the hotel with my parents and Mm -hmm. for like an hour. And so finally, my dad came out of the room and was like, give me the fucking phone. (laughs) So he talked to him on the phone. And my dad is like an excellent diffuser. And he's just so good at dealing with people. Yeah. And like.
0: So this guy like wasn't he wasn't intimidated by your parents at all. He wasn't like. He wasn't trying to impress them. Nope. He wasn't trying to have a good relationship with them. He no. just he was just it was a power play.
1: Yes. Um he also knew that I had a very close relationship with them and was influenced by them. Yeah. Um I mean and I guess mom, you, I
0: guess you always hear about these relationships where One person drives the other person away from their family and just creates a big distance. So that kind of, I guess that's how it starts.
1: That's seriously, that's it. I mean, it's the biggest thing that I regret about the relationship Mm -hmm. is what it did to me and my family. Because, I mean, it got to the point where I was, I didn't talk to my mom Unless, like, we had to discuss something, really? she paid for a lot of my stuff. Yeah, um, we talked not very often when we used to talk every day, and I would like be anxious to mm-hmm. talk to my family. Um, so it was pretty bad. I, uh, this is the th- so this this is when I decided like it was well let me rephrase that (laughs) the next thing that happened was now that I look on it it was like the worst thing ever everybody knows how I love Britney Spears Mm -hmm. and so my sister and my mom were like when you turn 21 we're going to Vegas and we're going to see her at Planet Hollywood and he did not let me go why? he said if I went we were done
0: What was his reason? He just didn't want you to hang out with your family? He didn't want me to go
1: without him. He didn't want me to go to Vegas without him. Oh. I don't remember any other reason than that, Um, but it was a very big fight. It was, like there are so many things that I want to say out loud, but I can't (laughs) say them because I don't want him to seem like crazy psycho, even though I'm sure he already does. But I will tell you this. Yeah. This is how this is how calculating the stupid son of a bitch was. I went to Universal with my family, mm-hmm. got a minion mug. You know, everyone knows I love Bernie Spears and I'm obsessed with minions <laughs> and all things Disney. He broke my minion mug. Like intentionally. Opened the cupboard, grabbed it, broke it. Hmm. Oh my God, I was absolutely devastated.
0: This is such an...
1: Isn't this wild?
0: This is wild.
1: Like, who... Why would I ever put up with any of this bullshit? Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, so... It's just so, a
0: stereotype of a exactly, possessive person. It,
1: it, seriously, if you ever have any questions, anyone, please come <laughs> ask me. <laughs>
0: if you or anyone you know has signs of this type of relationship, please act now.
1: Bring it. I'll help you, man. So, So I had to tell my mom that I couldn't go... To Britney Spears. And she was like. I I was trying to make it seem like I didn't want to go.
0: Right. But how could you?
1: Exactly. And everyone knew that I was lying. And I could not listen to Britney Spears. I'm serious. I couldn't listen to her anymore. Because it made me have an upset stomach. Mm -hmm. That was the worst. That and the minion mug are the things that really stick out to me.
0: (laughs) Well, you can get another minion mug, but.
1: I did, but it wasn't the, the same. That
0: experience, he can't get back.
1: This one was like... That's why it's awful. 3D, kind of. And... What? Gru was on it. Oh, the mug. The mug. I was so, like, of
0: course Britney Spears is in 3D. She's a
1: physical person. <laughs> so... Whatever. This goes on for a while. Nothing really changes. Um, I kind of feel on the inside... That I'm scared to be with him for the rest of my life. But also, like, how could I not be?
0: Did Had you all planned a wedding date or you just got engaged and you were just riding out being engaged?
1: Yeah. We were so engaged was for three hard. out of four years of the relationship.
0: Oh, wow. So it was probably hard for you to, to be scared of actually being married because it yeah maybe you didn't think that was actually going to happen. Or right. there were, there, the next step was not in motion. Mm-hmm. So, it maybe didn't seem very real.
1: Yeah, no, it didn't seem real. And I just tried to not think about it because I could, I had like a vision of me being at my wedding Mm -hmm. and knowing that my mom and my sister did not support the wedding. And yes, they would be there, I'm sure. But I, everyone would know on the inside that they were not happy about this. Right. And, So I had to like push those thoughts out of my head a lot. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know how to live without him. Like I cannot live without this guy, Mm -hmm. So I love him. And whenever we would have those fights and he'd be like, we're done, whatever. I'd be like, how would you, how you'll never find what we have again. Like you'll never find, you'll never feel this way Mm -hmm. with anyone else. Which was my way of
0: and that was, justifying it. And that's it. how you felt too. Yes. You were like, oh, this all sucks, but there's no way I could find
1: someone better. The part of this
0: that is good, there's no way that I could find that somewhere yes. else. So I'm just going to have to deal with all this bad stuff.
1: Exactly. So it was a little bit cray. Mm-hmm. Um, so flash forward, I got, so I had changed my major to music therapy, yeah. which actually was really cool. And if you don't know what that is, you should look it up. <laughs> um, but it did combine two of my passions, which were music and s- like helping people, helping people and psychology and yeah. stuff like that. So it really was awesome. And I did amazing. I, I loved it, mm-hmm. except I had to learn how to play the guitar. And I did not love that because my hands are very small.
0: Do you know how to play the guitar right now?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, not well. Okay. I haven't played for real in like (laughs) a year, but I can play chords. Okay. But um, once you like finish all your classes, you have to do an internship for six months. And there was only one internship in Nashville. Mm -hmm. The rest were like so far away. And the one internship in Nashville was for psychiatry, which it was in a psychiatric hospital. And I knew I didn't wanna do that right off the bat cause I wasn't comfortable there yet. Okay. So I I applied for the one in Jackson, Tennessee which was an hour and a half away. And it was also an hour and a half for my sister which was great cause she just had a little baby and oh, I yeah. was like in aunt mode.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So we did long distance again. It was fine. He, at this time, was living with my two girlfriends from Belmont that I had classes with um, in, like, a four-bedroom house. Uh,
0: How did that happen?
1: I set it up.
0: You just knew he needed a place to stay? And- he
1: needed a new place to live, and she needed a new roommate. And we had all hung out before, and they, like, yeah, loved him. And... So I was like, why don't you guys live together? Okay. And it'll be so fun when I come home, like we'll all just be together, whatever. Yeah. So um, that happened and.
0: So he he started living with them around the same time that you were about to go to Jackson. Yes. For this internship. Like maybe
1: a month or two earlier. Okay. And then I moved. Yeah. Um. Um. So. It was him and these two girls. We were all friends. We all went out a lot together. Um Anyway, so then I graduated. I went over to Jackson and like we talked once a day. We texted a lot. I called him every day after I was done and mm-hmm. he drove me to my interview and we hung out like in the city to see what it was like. And I had my own apartment. It was the best.
0: How long was your internship? 6 months. Oh, wow.
1: So I moved there in February, very end of February of 2016, I guess, I think, (laughs) and um, I had the best co-intern, and I won't tell you her name, but you know who you are, (laughs) and you're the best, and uh, we became really close, and we had a great routine. Like We'd go to work, then we'd get off work change and meet at the park and walk like two miles every day and just Sounds talk. Nice. It was so nice. It was the best. Hmm. So then he kind of slowly stopped communicating with me on a daily basis or like multiple times a day, I should say. Um I still called him every day and he would always answer, but it was just kind of like got less and less. And um I went home to visit them to visit mostly him but them for our 4 year anniversary in April Mhm and we all went out together and me and me and Face got ready together and we went out and like we're all having such a good time and then by May
0: I feel like maybe you should back up and, and explain I know it's kind of jumping ahead in the story Okay. But you saying that, people aren't going to know why you're yeah. calling this girl a skank face. <laughs>
1: Let me just tell you why. And I think you'll all agree with me. <laughs> they. So
0: this is one of the girls that is, was your friend from Belmont. Yes. And now your boyfriend lived with her. Yes. So you can probably connect the dots from there.
1: You can. Um, let's just say we danced together. We got ready together in this April celebration of our four years together. And this girl... After I left, Mm
3: -hmm. like,
1: the next weekend, I think, or that very same week, told Regina Falange that she had feelings for him and, like, wanted to be with him. And, um... Yeah, they're still together. So that's why I'm referring to her as kink face.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: She, she, um... was very, I mean, obviously two-faced and lied to me. And like, it was just, it was super, super weird and like super intimate that we got ready together and were like mutually talking about how I was kind of nervous about the other girl that lived with him. Hmm. Because she and him were very close. And you'll know because we had this other guest, as a guest, this other girl. She has absolutely no filter Yeah, and will say and do whatever she wants. And I was nervous about her. Mm -hmm. And like I talked to the stinking girl, (laughs) stupid. I don't want to say stupid because that's so mean. But (laughs) even though I just said skank face. Uh, But anyway, it was just a really it was just fucking ridiculous is what it was. Okay.
0: So she tells him she has feelings for him.
1: Yes. So I leave, I go back to Jackson. He's never been to my apartment. He's never come visit me. Yeah. I've been to Nashville. So a lot. that's
0: that's kind of um a um, a strange thing that he wouldn't be since you were far away, it's strange that he wouldn't be more controlling. Yeah. And wonder what you were doing all it the time. Was very and, strange. And always checking in and that kind of thing.
1: Yes. And the naive lady that I am was like, oh my God, we're growing. Like he trusts me. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't need to check in with me and know where I am all the time. Like this is, we're getting somewhere. This mm-hmm. is great. Wrong. Um. So after April, after I visited, it got really very noticeably different. And every time I would call him, he would be upset. Well, not upset, but like, closed off, yeah, totally closed off. Um, And then I was gonna go out to like literally the one bar in Jackson with my co-intern one night. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, have fun. Why don't you take your ring off and see what happens? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, he used to be upset with me for not wearing it 24-7, and now he's telling me to take it off. I am so confused. Yeah. So I was like, why are you telling me that? And he was like, I don't know. I'll just see what happens. Just do it for fun. And I was like, okay. So the next day, I was like trying to call him to tell him how it went last night and whatever. And... He wouldn't, I was like, I want to FaceTime you. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't FaceTime me. And he was like, we can FaceTime tomorrow. And I was like, well, why not today? And he was like, or, and I said, I feel like you're pulling away from me and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And I think we should talk about it. And He was like, you're right. We'll talk about it tomorrow. So I was like, okay, let me just sit so here and be a ball of anxiety for yeah. 24 hours while you live it up.
2: Yeah.
1: And, um, so Sunday night, we FaceTime and he tells me that she has feelings for him and that he has feelings for her. And basically pretty much breaks up with me. Yeah. And I mean, he's really crying. It, It felt like he was really upset. Mm hmm. Because I think we were really good friends. Yeah. And I was like sobbing uncontrollably, obviously. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? So I and I went back there in May for his birthday. And he said to me, I think. Stupid girl (laughs) has feelings for me. Like she's being like a little bit weird around me now. And Uh I think it's little did I know she'd already told him
0: she had already told him at that point.
1: I'm pretty sure she's already told him. Maybe I mixed that up. But
0: so she she had told him that she had feelings for him. Was did that catch? Do you know if that caught him off guard and he just kind of realized?
1: I think maybe I mixed it up and she didn't tell him until after I visited in May.
0: Okay. But But he knew something was
1: going on.
0: Yeah. So maybe he already had that idea in his head and maybe, I mean, they were hanging out all the time. So maybe it just kind of was a developing thing.
1: I think so. Because when I was there in May, I was like, well, do you have feelings for her? And he was like, I don't think so.
0: He said, I don't think so? Yes.
1: He said he wasn't sure. So I was like, okay, well, you need to like take care of this. Like you need to stop hanging out with her all the time. Say something to her and be like, listen, I don't think it's healthy for us to be together all the time. Like, let's like take a step back.
0: That's so crazy that yeah. your fiance would tell you that. And your reaction is even crazier. I know. Why would you why did you react that way? I don't And know. not freak out.
1: I don't know. Because knowing me, you would think that I'd freak out.
0: Well, anybody, if your fiance is like, this girl has feelings yes. for me. I don't know. I don't know if I have feelings for her or not.
1: I don't know. You because you,
0: you're engaged. You can't say that.
1: I was so probably, I don't know, maybe so scared that it, I just was remaining. I don't know. I don't know. Probably because he was pretty drunk and I wasn't. Maybe I was just trying to keep cool. Who knows? Huh. Anyways, he broke up with me on Sunday night at 8 p.m. <laughs> when I had to work Monday morning at 8 a.m. Yeah. And um, I was like, so he told me that they kissed. And I was like, okay, so like, are you breaking up with me? And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, okay, okay so you want to like throw everything away because you might have feelings for this girl. And he was like, I don't know. He just didn't know. That yeah. oh, was so annoying.
0: And that shows, like, Make a decision. And that shows like how enthralled you were that you weren't just like oh you cheated on me it, okay oh, yeah. we're over
1: if he didn't break up with me i wouldn't have broken up with him yeah i would have stayed with that yeah um it also really bugged me that her and i are so fucking different like we're so different in so many ways that i was like how is this even possible <laughs> like are you just looking for the anti-jill like i'm confused so um I went to work Monday morning and I did my job and everyone knew something was wrong, but nobody asked me because, you know, when you, you can't ask someone. Were you wearing your you ring just that can't. day? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Hmm. To be honest, I know what shirt I was wearing <laughs> and I know exactly what I had to do for work that day. And then I went home and I like just died and I didn't call my mom. I didn't tell anyone except my co-intern who came over that night and like brought me ice cream. She was amazing. The only reason I survived was because of her. Yeah. But I told him. This is not you are not breaking up our four year relationship slash engagement over Skype. I was like, you're coming here. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm. Why? And I was like, just, you're coming here. Like, you just, I deserve that, at least. So he, he came Thursday, and I took Friday off, and um, we talked, and I seriously contemplated slapping him across the face, but I didn't. (laughs) Even though he said I could, but I didn't. And then the next day, we talked a little bit more, and it was really emotional, and then he we decided to be broken up mm-hmm. and he went home it was really hard. And he like, I went downstairs after he left to see if he was gone. Cause I didn't see his car drive away and he was sitting in the car crying and like just died. Yeah. And I said, we cannot talk. Like I can't talk to you. Yeah. So we went so I didn't tell anyone until that day. So we broke up Sunday, Friday. I was driving to my sister's for my nephew's birthday, mm-hmm. or whatever, some party, and my mom was there. Yeah. And I couldn't listen to any music. I could only listen to Disney princess music the <laughs> entire way. And like on Spotify, there's only like seven songs. There's only so many. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and it's an hour and a half. So I just listened to Ariel like 17 times. Hmm. Um, and I got there and I just like totally crumbled and everything sucked. And like it was the worst. Yeah. Um, and everyone was so surprised because I didn't say anything until I showed up there.
0: So you told him in person that yes. you had broken up?
1: Yes. We didn't talk for like a week and then he texted me and like I saw his name on my phone and I immediately like froze and my tummy hurt and
0: He was calling or texting? He texted me. Yeah.
1: He seemed very upset by the breakup and he had said to me like they weren't together and yeah. he needed space and whatever but didn't matter. So So I went back there. In like July.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And after I stayed your internship with him. was over? No, I had to come back for like a meeting. Oh, okay. A music therapy meeting one weekend. And I stayed with him because I didn't have any other friends to stay with because I was alienated. Yeah. Like we had couple friends, but I was never close to the girls separately.
0: Yeah. And your so, and your friends lived with him.
1: Right. So And that girl had moved out, but the stupid girl had moved out by this time. So I stayed with him in that house. And, um, we talked. So I can't remember where I was going with that. But anyway, we stayed in contact for a while. And I moved back in September and I got a job at Starbucks and, um, we were talking and we hung out and he would tell me about her and tell me about how like she's not like she doesn't know how to be in a relationship because she has never been in one mm-hmm. like since sophomore year of high school and she's
0: so he's telling you jealous you that of me. Yeah, he's telling you that they're like trying things out and it's mm-hmm. not working. Yeah, that's so weird.
1: Well, I liked it because she's not as good as me is what I was hearing. So I was like, yeah, mm -hmm, hair flip. Yeah, I know.
0: Huh.
1: Um, And so also the first thing I did after breaking up when I went to my sister's house, I said, Mom, can we go to Vegas? And we went to Vegas. We saw Britney Spears for my birthday and it was amazing.
0: That's great. I'm glad you got that redemption.
1: Me too. And it was just so like, how could I not fucking do this? Oh my God, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. So um, we stayed in contact after that. And then my grandpa died. And I didn't have anyone else to lean on. And he had known him. And mm-hmm. that was really, I really needed him in that yeah. moment. And Anyway, that feeling passed, and then I was like still stuck in the same spot. And I found out that she went home for him with him for Christmas to meet his entire family. And then after I got back from Vegas and my grandpa died, I found out they were living together. Oh, so wow. I was like, okay, well, this is it.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> so now. you were
0: you were kind of still holding out hope, yeah. for that whole time up until yeah. you found out they were living together.
1: I was doing the thing where you're trying to be friends before you actually are able to be friends. Like I wasn't grieving. I wasn't. Yeah. Like I still talked to him a lot. It kind of it kind
0: of wasn't real because you didn't yeah. stop contact, and you you still had that hope that maybe you'll get back together.
1: Yes. So then I found out they were living together, and I was like. I got the rest of my stuff from his house, which there was still stuff of mine there. Uh I got it all and I returned his shit, like his clothes that I just couldn't even look at. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to talk. Like, I can't talk to you ever Mm -hmm. again. And that was it.
0: Did you give him back the ring?
1: Nope. I kept it and he told me to keep it. And he was like, you should sell it. And I was like, yeah, I fucking will. Thanks. <laughs> and I didn't. I sold it, but it took a very long time. And I. Um, I unfollowed him on social media. I unfollowed most of his family. Um, and it was like we broke up all over again. It was terrible. Yeah, it was absolutely fucking terrible. And.
0: Yeah, because you broke up the first time, but then there was still that hope. Yeah. So then once you realize that hope is gone, that's like a second breakup.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like, I didn't even know who I was.
0: Yeah. Well, you'd been in know. a relationship for four years. Yeah.
1: In, in such early years, like <clears throat> 19, 20 21.
0: Yeah. And it, like, encompassed in that was kind of your life plan. Yeah. So that was kind of the foundation of what you thought everything else was going to be. Right. And then it all gets taken away.
1: And it all got taken away. And I... uh, you have to take a certification test to be a music therapist Mm -hmm. after your internship. I scheduled it. I got strep throat and my papa died all in like three days and the test was the fourth day and I was like, I can't take this. Yeah. And I never took it. So I was thinking, basically, nothing has worked out. I am working at Starbucks Mm -hmm. after a five-year degree and... I have no idea what the fuck I want to do. Yeah. I don't know what I want to do. I I never made the connections at Belmont that I could have made because I was told it was stupid. Yeah. I never sang. Like, I sang for music therapy, but it's like singing as a means for something. It's not like, look it's at my a, talent. It's not
0: expression. or Right. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it was death. I felt terrible and it was I mean let me just say that like if my mom was one of those parents who like disowned you if mm. you did something wrong yeah or like if you get engaged to this guy like I can't support you and like leave me in the dust yeah I would have literally probably died mm-hmm she was the only reason I could have done, I could have moved on. Like, I used to listen to music all the time, on my walks, in the shower, when it got ready. And then I couldn't listen to any songs. It just
0: it just made you think of him, or? It
1: made me think of him, or it made me think of a happy relationship, or it made me think of a breakup. Yeah. Like, there was no song that, except the Disney princess songs. <laughs> That were okay.
0: Well, a lot of songs are about love.
1: Yes. And I was like, I can't even do this. So like she would sit there on the phone with me and talk to me on my two-mile walk. Mm-hmm. She would talk to me on a speaker while I was in the shower. She would talk to me at night when I couldn't go to sleep. Like it was the best thing ever. Yeah. And thank God for moms.
0: Denise, so sweet.
1: Even my dad called me every day did you have a big deal. did
0: you have like a any kind of reconciliation with your parents?
1: Yes. I um I told my mom that I was really sorry about everything. Yeah. And she knew. I didn't have to say anything because she knew. Right. As as soon as I asked her about Britney Spears, she knew. And I didn't really say sorry to my dad or anything, but we like joked about how he was such a fucking douchebag and <laughs> That's and we're, everything's fine. And I told yeah. my sister she had a similar relationship where it was toxic and it's just not good. And I he told her, I was like, I feel like we have a special bond now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry for what you went through.
0: And your dad was probably just so relieved oh that God. that wasn't the guy that he had to, to leave you with for the rest of your life.
1: Seriously, he was. He was like, I didn't know what we yeah. were going to do. But he was like, I I wanted to shoot him.
0: And your mom, too, but, like, yeah. I, I would imagine that as a dad, like, if that's the guy, the kind of guy that your daughter brings to meet you, like, it's probably extra scary. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. I finally was, when I was grieving, or do you have any questions? Can I just keep going?
0: Yeah, keep going. Okay.
1: When I was, like, finally able to listen to music again, I could only listen to... Drake had just come out with views so I can only listen to views and I had I made a playlist of every single song that made me sad Mm -hmm. and I would listen to it over and over and over and I would just sing so loud to these songs (laughs) and then like a month later I made one that was angry and all these songs that are, like, Alanis Morissette style. <laughs> and I would sing those so loud.
0: Avril Lavigne?
1: Avril Lavigne, like... Um, oh, man, what's that other one?
0: Evanescence?
1: I... Yes! Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. it was She was on both. Nice. She was on the sad one and the, and the angry one.
0: Jessica Simpson? No, um, not Jessica, Ashley Simpson.
1: I don't know about Ashley What's
0: that Simpson. one really good Ashley Simpson song?
1: Shadow? I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but Christina pieces, pieces of me, dude. Oh, God. Pieces
0: of me. Did did this, how soon after all of this went down did I start working at Starbucks? Because it seems like it, it's when almost. When did you? Um, you were there before
1: Christmas, right?
0: I guess it was April of 2016. Seven. Uh, Yeah. Had to be April 2016.
1: That doesn't make sense.
0: How long did you no. work at Starbucks before I did?
1: I I started in September 16. Yeah. So you worked April seventeen.
0: Uh uh-uh. uh. It was April sixteen.
1: Really? Well, Maybe yeah, because I've already September been through a New Year's in Nashville. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. A while. And not that long. I worked I started in September, so
0: so I met you like kind of recently after all this happened. Yeah. I would have never known that you had just gone through a breakup or, or yeah. any of
1: that. It was weird because I didn't, I wasn't friends with anyone. Well, that's not true. I wasn't close friends with many people who knew me in the relationship. Yeah. I had like maybe four friends that are my still my friends today here, um, but like nobody knew. Mm-hmm. And I was still so hurt that, like, I remember trying to make a joke about it once and, like, it was not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, I made the joke, quote, joke. And then I was like, yeah, no, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> and that was it. And so I never talked about it. it. It was so, oh, P.S. Stupid girl worked at the same mall. Oh, really? Yes. At wow. the same time.
0: So, did you ever see her?
1: No, I told Regina Flangey that she wasn't allowed on that level. At
0: the <laughs> so her coworkers would would say, "Hey, we're going to go to Starbucks and grab something. You want to go?" And she was like, um, "No, I don't drink coffee."
1: That better be what she said. <laughs> I told him I was like, "She's not allowed in. Huh. I will not give her coffee." It's like, okay. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> something else I'd like to mention another reason why I have a very large grudge against her. She like reached out to me over text one time. And then she wrote me a letter and gave it to Regina Falange to give to me. And I, I didn't read the letter. I just told him I was like, you can just give it back to her. I'm not reading it, <laughs> and but I read the text obviously, and she was trying to get me to sympathize with her and make it seem like she had no choice and she had to see this through. And
0: so they both felt bad, yeah, and but they didn't want you to be mad at them, right? It, it seems like she 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 wanted to reach out. And try to get you to not be mad at her.
1: Yeah. Like, and I just wanted to be like, lie on your bed. Like, this is what you did. And you get to live with it. Like, sorry. But at the same time, people could say, well, this is also what you did, Jill. Because when I met Stupid Head, he was in a relationship too. Now, we didn't do anything physical and they did.
2: Yeah.
1: 100%. Even though I think if anyone asked him today if he cheated on me, he'd say no. Right. But the, it was that thing where he didn't think it was cheating. But if I flirted with a guy, oh, hell no. Game over. Oh, game over. Yeah. I couldn't even fucking look at a dude for longer than three seconds. (laughs) I couldn't even be in love with Channing Tatum without being yelled at.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. It was to that level.
1: Hmm. It It was so hypocritical and it was so manipulative. And I seriously, when I was done with this, I didn't know how to be normal in social situations. Yeah. I... One of my friends was like, it's so nice to just like hang out with you. Like, you're so fun. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, I wasn't fun for so long. I was just like squashed, squashed, squashed. Yeah. And I have a very big personality and I'm fun. Right. And I'm silly. And I like childish things like Disney princesses and minions. (laughs) And... I was made to feel lesser because I liked those things and I acted silly and like a child sometimes. Like Yeah. It, it, it's just it was so stupid and kind of like we asked our guests the other day, mm-hmm. how did you learn like to be confident again? Like it was all through my friends and through my mom and knowing that like I was a person before this. Yeah. And I had passion about stuff and i like had friends yeah people liked me i was talented like all of these things still applied i just needed to remember how to access them you
0: had to to remember how to be who you were before
1: yes yes and so i reconnected with one of my best friends who i was very close to in college. We ended up going through a serious breakup at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I had just moved back and she texted me out of the blue and I was like, wait, are you, is this happening to you too? And she was like, yes. And so we were inseparable for so long and helped each other and we yeah. went out all the time. We went out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and there were many days that I showed up to work very hungover. <laughs> And I'm sorry if you're my old boss listening to this. But it it was it was really fun, but like I never did that. Like yeah. I did it when I was 19, but that was only half of my freshman year of college. Yeah. So it was like getting out all this exciting energy. And So
0: you went you went through all semesters of college except a half as Yes. as being taken. Yes. And not only taken taken by a very Seemingly oppressive, controlling Epstein. person.
1: Yes. It was tough. Yeah. But, um... I'm still, like... So, we broke up in 2016. hmm Seriously, I'm still trying to not be affected.
0: Yeah. So, that's... I want to ask, like... And I don't know if you have an answer to this, but... Um... Obviously, you're aware now that that all of that was bad, Mm -hmm. and it's a hundred percent a blessing that that you are not in that relationship. Yes. So, although it was all very hurtful to you, it's good that it happened, Mm -hmm. and I know you see that now. Yes. And I also know that now you're with somebody, and you guys are are in love, and it's it's a much better relationship. Mm -hmm. And just being around you guys, like I can see that that. This new guy cares about you a lot um, and is much better for you. Yeah. So things are obviously way better now. So what do you think it is that you're that you're still holding on to? Um, like, why does this still affect you so much just because it was such a long period of your life? Um, or what is it, do you think?
1: Um, I think for a long time it was... Just that everything reminded me of him and there was no escaping it. Mm-hmm. Like literally everything. But I think mostly it's the fact that he made me doubt myself. Yeah. And he made me hurt my family's feelings. was mm-hmm. something else I was going to say.
0: Do you think there's anything to the the notion that you can't ever really completely fall out of love with somebody? Like, do you think there's always going to be just a little bit of a thing there?
1: Yes, but let me say this. I just remembered. Um, I think that it really, I am very butthurt that the entire relationship, he made me think I was wrong when the whole time he was always wrong. Yeah. And that makes me upset. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, I think it is possible for you to never fall out of love with someone or whatever. Your first love is so important to you. Yeah. But now that I am in love with my boyfriend now, I'm not sure that I was in love.
0: You don't think you were ever truly in love with that guy?
1: I think I thought I was. Yeah. And I think I thought I knew what love felt like. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't think that was it. Yeah. Because every now and then I'll be like, oh my gosh, that one time was so good. That's right. That was funny or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's getting less and less. Yeah. And I don't have those feelings like, I love you and a part of my heart will always be with you. I don't. That's good. It's not a part of my heart that's going to, maybe it is, but it's a broken part. Yeah. It's a part that, is black
0: that's good that you don't have that
1: yeah i i I don't know i
0: i mean so at this point it's almost like you're just still really pissed about everything it's not it's not like you're in any kind of heartache you're just
1: it's um when i think so since we started this podcast I've had like flashbacks of mm-hmm. things that I've mentally blocked out. Yeah. And then I'll be in the car and I'll be like, Jesus, like are you <laughs> fucking serious? Like you let this happen. Oh my God. And mm-hmm. I'll have a little bit of a, like an upset feeling. But um mostly I don't I don't know. I I think that he he loved me as much as he could. Mm-hmm. But he has so many issues. I don't think that he can ever. Well, maybe he could. I I guess I can't say ever, but I think it's very unlikely that he will love someone the way that Phil loves me. Yeah. Like truly unconditionally. Um, And when I feel upset, I feel upset about the people that I hurt. Right. There are people that, we were friends with and I can, I am not friends with them anymore because something happened with them too. Mm-hmm. And I took his side. Yeah. And I'm not friends with them anymore. Yeah. Um. Now some people, we overcame it together. But t- one of the things that still haunts me, which I know is not the healthiest thing to think, but he came home For Christmas with me one year.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. And. The year before that. I went to his house for Christmas. Which was also another. Do this or we're done. Situation. (laughs) And that. That really. Haunts me. But it mostly. Hurts me because. I missed one. Lucid Christmas day. With my papa. And then he passed two years later. Yeah, So like. I missed this year. And then we went back the next year. But he was still there. Right. And my papa did not like him. (laughs) He made a comment in front of my grandparents, my very Italian grandparents, that I was eating too much of my grandma's spaghetti. Oh, wow. Oh, my papa was pissed. (laughs) He looked across the table and he went, you know that's my granddaughter you're talking to, right? And we all just kind of laughed cuz we didn't know he was so serious. Yeah. But my grandma told me later that like he was ready to kick this kid out. Wow. He, I know. And I was like it just really like it's it's the the effects of it. Mm-hmm. Not actually. I don't feel sad that we're not together.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean a relationship has to be two people that care more about the other person than themselves. Right. And it, it like, have you ever heard the, the saying, like, relationships or whoever in the relationship cares less has the power? Does that I make think sense? I have
1: heard that. Yeah. That does make I sense. I guess it's
0: not a saying, but it's just, you know, that's some kind of principle. But yeah. I mean, that's what it seems like with this guy. He kept giving you ultimatums. Yeah. He's he was saying if you don't do it this way, we're done. Yeah. So. And
1: yeah, you're right. He had all of Yeah. Yeah. Good call.
0: Yeah. So, I mean Yeah, I know I know you don't want it to seem like you're just trashing this guy the whole time. No, yeah. And obviously, everybody has their own faults and issues. Yeah. Um and you know, even even people that are like that you hope that they can eventually overcome that stuff and and find a happy relationship but yeah i mean if you're that selfish like you have to you can't do that right none of your relationships are gonna be happy if it's like that
1: yeah and i think that's why part of the reason i started this podcast was to like shake people and be like, it can be better. Like (laughs) it doesn't have to be like this. Yeah. Someone doesn't have to be in control. Someone doesn't have to be, someone doesn't have to wear the pants. Yeah. Like you just, it should be a partnership. Right. And I think for a while I overcorrected. Like when Phil and I first started dating, he's very independent Mm-hmm. And I was just learning my independence and I did whatever I wanted and I, I literally did whatever I wanted and I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm my own person. I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. And I think that was, uh, you were trying so hard to not, yes. to not
0: repeat the mistake.
1: Yes. And to show everyone that I didn't care Yeah. what anyone else thought I'm going to be me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course I finally found a nice balance. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it just doesn't have to be that bad. And I think a common thing that I've heard so many times and that my mom told me and that I read on the internet, <laughs> when you have to say when it's good, it's so good. And when it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. That's not good. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, that's terror. That's, that's toxic. Yeah because it should never be that bad and you should never have to specify right like
0: a, a relationship should be easy yeah for the most part right
1: yeah like the things you work on together might be hard but it's it's working together it's not one person trying to change everything about who the other person is
0: yeah um, talk a little bit about so I mean obviously that was a um, a hurtful relationship that you had for four years and not not only four years like four of the most important years of your life you might say like your college years like some years where you do the most growing up yes. and turning into an adult so talk about going from a relationship like that and how it made it did it make it difficult to to be in a, another relationship? Like, did you bring stuff over from that? Or did it make you scared?
1: Um, it, it definitely, I have some things that carry over. Um, more so in the beginning. Yeah. Just because I was, I did not trust, obviously. hmm I didn't trust anything he said. Phil said. Yeah. Um, I do now, Phil. <laughs> um, and then, as soon so, I wasn't very trusting, and I was doing the overcorrection thing, where like I went out, yeah, I did whatever I wanted to do, and I flirted with boys, and that was that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made me. Uh, I finally started to get a little bit comfortable and like admit that I actually really liked this guy, and then I found out that he took another girl on a date in the mall
2: oh man
1: yeah which is like okay right under my nose <laughs> so i was like okay well here we go again yeah. like it it was more i think me questioning myself and just being self-conscious and not confident in like i'm a good girl i'm a i'm, yeah. a, did I'm it, a catch
0: did it make you like expect the worst yes Like if Phil goes goes a long time without like checking in on you, does it make you scared and and be like, oh, he's he's pulling away what's happening?
1: It definitely did, because when you combine that with the fact that he's 10 years older than me and texting is not his thing. Yeah, it was bad. Right. I was paranoid and I would occasionally double text (laughs) because he wouldn't respond and not because he wasn't responding because like he was upset or uninterested. He just doesn't like to text. Yeah. And he doesn't he never grew up texting all day, every day. Right. So that was crazy. <laughs> I had to really adjust to that. But I've now learned to love it. Yeah. I don't have to be attached to my phone at all times. But. Um, um, What was I? What did you say? There was something that I thought was really funny Oh, man, now I can't remember. Nothing. Stuff that carried over. Oh, I know. Um, Something, the most, like, pertinent thing that is still happening today is, like, if he's not bubbly and excited, he's, like, just, like, medium-tempered or got something else on his mind. I'm, like, constantly, like, okay... I did something wrong. I said something wrong. What's wrong? Something's wrong. And he's like, just living his life, (laughs) being chill. And I'm like sitting there waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's happening less and less now. But obviously as I get to know him. But even if he'll just, like we were on the phone earlier and I said, well, here's the plan for tonight. Is that okay? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, is it really? Yeah, that's fine. Well, are you sure? It's like, yeah. So it's just like, okay, like hop off, Jill. It's (laughs) fine. He's not, like you didn't do something wrong. You just have to
0: learn to not freak out. Yes.
1: But something that I think is positive that I carried over was I have been much more communicative and I've realized that being ridiculously passive aggressive doesn't work right it it doesn't work to get what i want yeah and it just makes me more mad
0: maybe that would be helpful then like maybe we can move into that section so what stuff from from that four-year relationship We've talked a lot about what this guy did wrong. What are some things that you could have done better or what did you learn from that that have made you a better partner today?
1: Um, Having discussions Mm -hmm. instead of arguments and instead of like I would often just be like shut down if I had a different opinion. But now like let's let's talk about it. Yeah. Why do you think that? What do you think about this? Here's why I think it. And I, I do have to be careful because sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I'm freaking right and you're not. <laughs> but um, that is something that I like. I try to do a lot more. I am so much more willing to say how I feel, even though it's still really hard. I, like, make it a point. Like, I make a little appointment in my head. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to tell him how I felt about this. Yeah. And so I'll be like, okay, today... When we hang out after he's off of work, <laughs> after he's decompressed, I'm gonna say it. And so I just I just make myself do it and it Yeah. It's really hard, but oh my God, it's so great.
0: That's fun that's funny for me to think about like you and Phil meet up and then if Phil hears you say like, There's something that I wanna talk yeah. to you about, he's like, Oh gosh oh, All right, what is it?
1: Yes, and I do that. <laughs> And I bet you if you asked him, he'd say he what whatever led up to it, he can recognize because yeah. it's always like so. he probably
0: knows exactly when you're about to like bring up a thing that upsets you.
1: Yes, it's. Oh, God, it's that's so hilarious. Funny. It, and it's something that we can both laugh about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's definitely how I do it, because I have to build myself up. And how else are, what am I just supposed to be like? I don't feel this way or I feel like this. Yeah. And I guess if you do
0: you like when the, when the event occurs, if you don't think about it enough to process it then yes. and bring it up then.
1: Yes. Then, that, then and what, what often, else can you do, you know? That's really how I am. Like I have, I have to think, mm-hmm. I have to think about stuff. Yeah. If I don't, in the moment, I'm not most of the time going to react as I wish I could have. Yeah. But like when I can think about it, Like, even one time he said something to me that he thought was a joke, but it really actually hurt my feelings. And And the the more I thought about. Like, the
0: next day in the shower, you were like, oh, my God. Yes.
1: The next day I was like, I think this is what he meant by that. And that makes me upset. Like, really upset. Mm -hmm. And so we had to have a discussion about that. Yeah. But. It was fine it, yeah. and, and every time it's most of the time someone is mistaken. Right. And all it is is I'm, I'm so sorry.
0: It's just a misunderstanding a lot yes. of times. Yeah.
1: That's something else I think that has carried over is I would say sorry all the time. Uh huh. Everything I did. Oh I'm sorry. Even if I did something nice. Sorry. Oh I should have gotten you a Diet Coke. Sorry. After I bought him like a thousand dollars worth of stuff let's yeah. say. And it's like I had to learn how to take a step back and now I don't apologize for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, I mean, that's always something that I think all women should learn how to do is stop freaking apologizing for being awesome because that's (laughs) usually what's happening.
0: Yeah. Well, Um, yeah. So you just, it's, it's just like you did. It's good to have um, mistakes to learn from. But it sucks that you had to learn four years of mistakes in in one giant, you know, bomb.
1: Yeah. And honestly, I think I would have learned a lot of the same lessons if I had cut it, the first ultimatum Mm -hmm. or the second. Because I would have dated more and I would have understood more of what a relationship is like. Yeah. Also, as we talked about with, our other guest, Mm -hmm. I never had a relationship to look up to. Yeah. And I hope that doesn't hurt anyone's feelings, but my parents were divorced. Yeah. There was no romantic relationship to look at. My sister's romantic relationship I saw as a child was toxic and terrible. Right. And her and her husband now were, they moved. So I wasn't around it. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, it seems kind of scary to, to. I mean, especially if, when you've been in one like that, because that's all you yes. know.
1: Yes. Um. That's why being with Phil is so refreshing, because I can just be me yeah. and not be terrified that I say something wrong or something that he thinks is stupid.
0: Right. Um. Does it ever, do you ever get freaked out if like something happens and you think, oh no, like about to fight or something bad it's about to happen and then and then phil just says oh okay whatever
1: yes one time i was really scared because it was the first time like i thought he legitimately had a reason to be upset i
0: oh i know what this is yeah
1: i i i was supposed to leave his key under the mat and i forgot uh-huh and i was gonna give it to him at work and oh this I,
0: isn't what i was thinking of but go ahead
1: oh yeah oh god <laughs> I forgot that, too. So he went home at 930 and I still had to stay and close until 1030 at my store. Yeah. He drove all the way home, called me and I was like, hey, what's up? And he was like, you have my key. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And he had to come all the way back and he had had a long day and we had already talked about it and I knew we didn't have a great day. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. He's going to be so mad because he didn't say any words on the phone. He's yeah. just like, you have my key. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll be home in an hour or you can come get it. Yeah. I was like, okay. And it was like the least he's ever spoken. <laughs> so he came in and he was like, didn't say any words again. He just like looked at me, took the key, kind of gave me like a, I'm smiling at you, but I'm still pissed. <laughs> Smile and I was so scared to go to his apartment after that. I was like so scared that he was going to be yelling at me. But I got in there and he was like totally fine. He was like, hey.
0: Yeah. I mean, that says a lot that you were that scared about that. Yes. Because to me, that's not that big of a deal.
1: Like he only lives like seven minutes (laughs) away from the mall. It's not even a big deal. Like it's
0: an inconvenience, but I wouldn't expect someone to be as mad as you were expecting. So that says a lot, I think. Seriously. (laughs) Hmm. Well it's
1: crazy. okay, let me tell you the one thing that I've learned. Okay. This is my favorite thing that I've learned that I want every lady to take take away from this. First of all, your family is the best. Rely on them always. And don't brush them aside for anyone. Cause anyone who really loves you would never ask you to do that. Yeah. Also, just for the record, my family's fucking awesome. And everyone loves them. (laughs) So I should have known just from the beginning that him thinking that they weren't awesome was just a crazy thing. Anyway. Second thing, I will never let someone be in control of who I am. And that is so liberating. And just to know that like if Phil and I broke up tomorrow – Yes, I would be devastated, but like I would still be me.
0: You'd still have your life.
1: I would still have my life. I would still have personality. Yeah. He doesn't make me who I am.
0: That's that's a big thing.
1: It's huge. Especially
0: in a lot of young relationships, I yes. think. Like they, they have no other um, identification other right. than they are that couple. And that's yes. who they are.
1: And that's something I think. That is the hardest part about dating when you're so young. Mm-hmm. Is that's where you form your identity. But that so can't be where it is. Yeah. Freaking high schoolers. <laughs> don't even try to date. Just don't do it.
0: Just don't.
1: Know who you are first.
0: Who were we talking to recently? Oh, it was our last guest. And she said she has a like a 16-year-old sister. Yes. And she's <laughs> just telling her to just
1: Boys quit freaking stupid. out about...
0: Like, there's no way you're gonna be with this guy for a long time, so yes. just quit freaking out. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Thanks, but for it's listening. hard.
0: Like, you can't you can't say that in the moment to anybody. No,
1: you can't. Oh, of course not.
0: Yeah. If Teenagers. someone had come to you to 19 year old Jill and said, "Listen, you're 19. Like, don't freak out about this guy."
1: Yeah. I I mean, they said many people said that. Right. I had many come-to-Jesus moments with my family where they thought I would come to Jesus, and I didn't. <laughs> and they were like, this isn't right. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, yes, yeah. it is. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I, was not, I, I was not receptive. And yeah. I don't think anyone would be until they are ready. Mm-hmm. I don't, honestly, I don't know if I ever would have been ready. Like, if he hadn't broken up with me. I'm guessing we would have been together for a long time yeah. after that, but I'm you're kinda right. I'm kind of like that, too. It's a blessing. So, yeah, you got to look at yeah. it like
0: that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah.
1: Anyway, him and this stupid girl are engaged living in a stupid state that I'll never go to, and it's exciting that <laughs> at least I'll never have to see them again. Oh, I
0: didn't know. I thought they lived here.
1: They did, but luckily but they, they moved away. That's good. That was a huge, like, weight lifted off my shoulders because even like I knew what cars they drove. Yeah. So I'd see a car on the road and be like, oh my God, is that them? Like, Mm -hmm. should I sideswipe them? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) anyways. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that story with us, Jill. You're
1: welcome. Sorry it was so long.
0: No, it's totally fine. And I mean, I know it's easy for me to say and it's much harder for you to execute. But obviously this guy sucks. Dude. And however it can happen, um, I definitely think it's time to let go. And I know you said you don't have romantic feelings about it any longer, which is great. Uh, but you just have a lot of built up anger, it seems yes. like. It's just time to let it go. Yeah. And right. I don't know how we can do it. You already gave back all of his stuff. Otherwise I would say we, we can have like a, like we can like burn some stuff. And I
1: think I know how. Okay. All of the pictures are still on Facebook. Dude. I think it's time. For sure. Let's get rid of those.
0: You got to get rid of those pictures. Let's do it. It's like a, it's like a horcrux. Yes. Our, my friend Snelling that recorded a podcast with us, he, he used to tell me that I had some horcruxes of my past relationships <laughs> and I needed to get rid of them.
1: Get it? Horcruxes?
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. I went there.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, um, make sure and follow us. At Love's on the Air podcast, yes. Tell your friends to to listen in and yeah, and like us on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff.
1: And if you have a friend who's in a relationship like this, just like secretly hint that they should listen to this specific episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure and they'll have they'll no idea why you asked them to listen <laughs> yeah. to this.
1: If you want to be on, please tell us.
0: Yeah, if you want to be on the podcast, just um, reach out on Facebook or Instagram messages or. I guess that's the only two ways you could do it. I guess. Or if you know Text who us. we are, get you can get on our Facebooks or whatever.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah. That is it. Signing off.
3: Bye.